culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. What's going on, everybody? I hope you are having a wonderful Wednesday or whatever day you are listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach because I take really adorable selfies and tweet out really funny tweets. Um, I, I sent a couple this morning and you're, you're going to love them. And you're going to love um, what I'm going to share in today's interview because I have a guest on that's giving me major nostalgia vibes. I feel like this whole season we've, we've had a lot of throwback reality stars that has kind of like really fed my soul. Um, and apparently your guys too because you've been loving the new season. Um, I'm excited because earlier on we had Tiffany New York Pollard from I Love New York, Flavor of Love, all that good VH1 pop culture era. And now we're continuing that because today's guest was also uh, a breakout Flavor of Love star. She, it, You may know her as Hoops. She, please welcome to Hashtag No Filter, Nicole Alexander. Hi. <laughs> How are you? What's up? I'm wonderful. Can't complain. <laughs> How are you? I, I'm doing well. I'm... It is a crazy taping time, so I've had like five sessions so far. So I'm like trying well, <laughs> to mentally stay in there with lots of coffee. Hey, listen, that's how it has to go down. That's how you have to do it. Yeah. How how are you? It's been a while since I've seen you on my TV screen. I know. I'm. Um, everything's been wonderful. Um, I think I'm more behind the scenes now as well as in front. So I've gotten into movies, a bunch of other stuff, just businesses, brand pairings, and things like that or whatever, but I don't think reality's over yet. I don't think it'll ever be over for me yet. So okay. it's just about that right show. You know, so, I don't just say yes to everything. Good, as as you should. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. you need to like pace yourself and, and take on projects that are actually going to provide career longevity yeah. and not just a quick paycheck. Absolutely. So what have you been up to since, I mean, I think the last show I remember you from was I Love Money. Yeah, I love money. And then I went on to produce my own for Oxygen, which was It Takes a Sister. And I kind of let everybody into like the family situation, which was crazy. (laughs) And uh, since then, um, just movies, directing, producing, starring. And uh, we just had a film. It's getting ready to release. Uh, The premiere will be October 20th in Detroit. And um, we actually got submitted for the Cleveland Film Festival. That's where I was. And I finally got to like sit in theaters and see like oh my gosh it was so crazy like you you got a theater full of people that are just like 
you know, creatives and other producers and things like that. So you stand for question and air after. And I mean, it was just a good experience to kind of be on both sides, you know? Um, So that was fun. And I have a boxing match coming up. I don't know if you heard. (laughs) I've heard, which I want to chat with you about. So you are going to be boxing against Farah Abraham. What is is that about? (laughs) She is a wild. I'm surprised she hasn't started coming for you in the media. Or has she? I'm surprised too. And no, no, not Not yet. She hasn't said anything personally. Not yet. (laughs) She's not came at me personally yet. But everybody's like, oh, you just wait. She'll smile in your face. She'll be nice. And the thing is, is until someone personally attacks me, then then it becomes personal. Until then, I mean, she's just still rubbing everybody the wrong way. (laughs) Yeah. Have you met Farrah yet? (laughs) What she does. Yeah, I've met her. Mm -hmm. And what have your interactions with her been like? Has she been nice? Yeah, she's been, I mean, very quaint. She's very, you know, like, I know she has it in her just to come. She has a mouth. Like, everybody knows that. But, like... I don't know if it's just that she she hasn't said it or like I said she hasn't came at me yet and everybody's like well it'll get closer and trust me she's gonna come out when like when the fireworks have to happen and I'm like well okay well, until then I just feel like she needs a hug she needs the love <laughs> <laughs> a lot of love <laughs> I don't know what's wrong what you know we'll, we'll take it out on the in the ring yeah are you excited to kind of just like punch it out and and give it to her the way she's given it to so many other people lately. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good entertaining fight. Is that going to be like a good validation moment for you to be like, yes, this is for all the other reality stars you've knocked down? (laughs) Well, (laughs) listen, they're all going to be there. They've already been like, listen, save me for our seats. We're coming. (laughs) You know, um, oh, my gosh. Like, I'll probably be the the, the world's new champ. I'll I'll be the people's champ after this. So. Were you familiar with Farah prior to have prior to being scheduled to to fight against her? Say, I'm sorry. What did you say? Were you familiar with Farah at all prior to being booked? No, I wasn't. And when I got enlightened, I was shocked. I just was like, "Yeah, right. <laughs> like this isn't real. Like she can't just be going. She's not this crazy, and she is. <laughs> and so I've seen some of the stuff. I've heard some stories or whatever, and I've I've, I've seen words come out of her mouth. I've seen her you know, be disrespectful to her mom. I've seen probably not everything. And like I said, I'm just more concerned with like my performance in the ring, this, that, and the other, whatever. And I mean, I don't know how she even posts. I have been on one of her posts because, you know, obviously we've been promoting for the fight and I've seen one good comment out of like a million that are just nasty. I'm like, Oh man, you really got these people like not liking you, but listen, it works for her. Yeah. It's the same thing with New York. Like, yeah. You're going to love or hate her. Like, that's just it. That they have made their tactics work for them. And so, I mean, You know, and works. I feel like it's interesting, too, because I, I feel like people want to almost give them sympathy because they get so much hate. But I feel like you get what you give. If you're spewing you out give, nastiness, yeah. people are going to come at you it. nasty. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I think that, like, they know that. New York knew that. She knew how mm-hmm. to spin it. I can speak on her because I lived with her in a house before. I, I I knew who she was on the camera, off the camera, in person. And they were all different. And then, like, you know, with Farrah, I'm not, I don't personally know her. I just see what she's doing. And everybody has their motives or whatever. Like I said, attention is attention. And if that's the kind of attention that you want, you know how to get it, right? You know what I mean? You can change it at any time. So she knows what she's doing. And that's just it. And she, like you said, you get what you give. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think she likes the attention. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's attention. Yeah. That's, that's what happens when kids are neglected. 
you know, like at the, like, and then they have, they need attention. They have, they do anything that they can. And most of the times that they don't get it, well, the bad stuff works, the negative stuff works. Well, hey, I'll take a spank and it's something. You know what I mean? That's right. So you're right. Yeah. Okay, so you brought up New York. Let's talk about her. Because I had her on the show a couple weeks ago. Um, and she, I mean, she came in as feisty as ever. And I just want to know what your take <laughs> on, on New York was. Because you've actually gotten to, like, experience her in real life and live with her and work with her on multiple occasions now. Mm-hmm. You want to know what that was like? Mm-hmm. Talk to Give me the dish on New York. <laughs> Spill that tea. Oh, man. Well, for one, it's been, it, it's crazy to think it's over 10 years ago. So, I mean, I do feel like she is who she is. But um, I just, not knowing her before we were in the house and then being, like, legit, we were cool. Like, it was just cool. Like, we were in the same room. Like, and then it got towards the end. And I don't know if a producer came to her, like, yo, this is the time to turn it up. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, it was the scene where I had the basketball in my hands. And I just, I, I genuinely was like, is this for real? Is she being for real right now? The camera came into the room and then boom. I mean, I think we had an elimination come in that night, something like that. And anyway, she created it. She started the drama. She, she just started running her mouth at me. And I'm like, bro, you don't, you do not want it with me. I'm trying to tell you. And ever since then, like, I don't like fake people. I don't care if it's for a camera or not or whatever, bro. Like you're phony. So ever since then, her and I on the show, we just going back and forth because it became a little battle and she just, mm-hmm. she knew what she was doing. So um, off and behind the scenes, like I don't, we never really talked after that. I know she's doing her thing and listen, she's great at it too. She picks her business moves. She has a great fan base and she's just going to be who she is. It works for her. I ain't going to hate on nobody's game. Nobody's hustle, but just keep my name out of it. Yeah. It's negative. So talk to me about how you even landed the role on Flavor of Love. Because you ended up winning that show, correct? The first season? I know. I did. Um, Well, okay. So I was out in LA. And, you know, before everything, I mean, I dibbled and dabbled in modeling or whatever. But I didn't have any any clue or about the entertainment business as far as that was concerned on that level. And I was with a friend. And we were at his agency. And she was just like, hey, do you do anything else besides model? I'm like, no. <laughs> and she told him, she's like, take take her to this building. They're getting their due. I think this is the last day they're casting, blah, 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 blah. Mind you, I don't know what she's even talking about. You know, I'm a tomboy. I got my, <laughs> I got my basketball yeah. shorts on. I don't know. We go over there, and then I just got asked a series of questions I've never been asked in my life. Where's the weirdest place you've done it at? Like, where's, <laughs> how many, you know what I mean? Like, crazy, like, dating and sexual questions. I'm like, am I allowed to answer these? So, did that. Got in front of a camera. They asked a couple crazy, crazy more questions, and that was it. Three weeks later... I got the contract and they said, hey, we want you on the show. And I mean, like, legit, that's how it happened. Right place at the right time. That's just it. Did you know it was going to be with Flavor Flav? No, no. That's a misconception of the entire world thing. So, like, back then when reality was real, we, everything was kept so secret. And because they wanted everything to be real for the camera, you know. And so um, I didn't know there were going to be other girls. Um, I, you know, I didn't even know, I didn't know what the heck was going on. We knew it was a dating show though. Like, however, whatever it would be challenges. And, and that was just it. All right. They never said who it was or anything like that. So whenever we were in the house, that was the very first, the very first episode that y'all seen was the very first time that we seen each other, even the women standing on that stage. And I mean, it all happened so fast. And then they're like, all right, three, two, one. And then the doors open up and it's him. And at that point, I mean, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Walk out your contract, your contract is for a show. So, you know, I kind of hid the first couple episodes. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. This is not, this is crazy. (laughs) But Flav is a freaking awesome guy. Like love him to this day. And we just all had a really good fun time. And yeah, I happened to win it. 
So did you genuinely have a connection with Flavor Flav? And what happened yeah. because you guys didn't end up lasting? So what yeah. happened after well, the show? Well, season two happened, okay? They were already casting for season two. Uh, so, I mean, we can be honest about it now. <laughs> season two was happening, and they already, they already were greenlit for a season three. I mean, it was a hit. So um, the connection for friend was there. Like, I mean, I love him. Like I said, to this day, but he's a genuine person. He is who he is. I love people that are just them, regardless mm. of, of anything else. And that ended up happening. But like romantically, no, like I said, so we had to break it off for the, um, well, you know, I'm putting that in quotation marks. Hey, when we do the, um, the reunion show, you, you know, you guys will break it off blah, blah, blah. And then, Oh, we got a season two. So I had to be the bad guy. Mm. Yeah. Cause he was the star of the show. Well, of course. So how and, do you... Yeah, and so they had already... But that's how it goes. How do you think reality TV has changed from when it first kind of broke into the scene to where it is now, where we have all of these teen moms and fair Abrahams? Um, I think that it's freaking out of control, but people are watching it. The ratings are up, and I just feel like that just shows you the world we're in. People long for negativity, long for drama, and I think that... Now it's about the most extreme, like whoever can do the most extreme, say the most extreme stuff, uh, talk about the most extreme things and, and do like, yeah, it is a shock factor for sure. But that is um, like a thousand percent. So I think that's just where we are. And I feel like for, you know, for me and, and people that are, I guess, more serious in the business, it kind of cuts out work because I'm not, I mean, I've already, I've turned down a few shows now just because brand, just who I am as a person. And I don't think that like, I mean, I get it and it's working for people, but I'm not just going to go on there because I'm a basketball wife or this and the other. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Because you guys could be channeling that energy into a whole positive manner. All these women are watching these women, you know what I mean? Like for the wrong reasons, but whatever. It, it works. It works for TV. It works for the audience, works for the world. They love drama. I, love I mean, it. who doesn't? But they yeah. get to a whole nother level. Yeah. I mean, well, we still had some of that drama with, you know, characters like New York that were on the original reality shows or the competition shows. Yeah, absolutely. It's just extreme now, you know. So, you, I mean, the bar just keeps on going up. And that's like you said, it's a shock factor now. So so you won Flavor of Love and then you went on to do I Love Money and you won that show uh -huh. at all. So do you feel like Fair uh, Abraham is like really going to get knocked out because she's going up against such a fierce competitor? <laughs> I would never underestimate anybody. That's the raw. That's like the thing you shouldn't do in life because you never know. So that's my modest side coming out, but my athletic and um, <laughs> competitive side. Well, yeah, that's what I'm going for. I mean, I'm Ready not going to get in there and just want to play ring around the rosy with her. You know what I'm saying? At yeah. the end of the day, I take boxing serious. It's a serious sport. I respect the sport, the sport so much. I have friends in boxing or whatever. And I, you know, I've, I've trained for a long time. Like that's how, I can, I stay in shape a lot of the times. I mean, that's what gets my frustration out the best is boxing, you know? So, but this will be the first time I stepped in a ring and actually went, you know, head to head with somebody. So I got to tell you, I'm, I'm addicted to the feeling though. Like, I think I'm going to get a little bit addicted to it. Like all I keep seeing myself is stepping in that ring, like no nerves, like just ready. It's a crazy <laughs> feeling. <laughs> Have you been training? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm training every day. Now I'm not boxing yet. I'm going to wait. I have a little plan for that. You know what I mean? So I'm just getting physically fit, endurance, stamina, things like that. And, you know, we're going through two minute rounds, so it's not that bad. Okay. Fun. Not that bad. And that is happening uh, October, or sorry, November 10th, correct? Yes, sir. November 10th, November 10th in Atlantic City. 
I love it. So ta- mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about I Love Money because I think that was one of my favorite shows. What was that like mine compared too. to it was Competing too. for Love? Um, I think I think it was, okay, so one of the producers on the show, him and I are still good friends to this day. And, you know, they wanted me to have my own love show. I turned it down. So New York got mm. it. And so then, yeah. And so then, um, you know, they, there was probably two other shows, like The Bachelor tried to get me, turn that down. And probably one other show. And then, you know, Chris came to me. He's like, Nick, okay, listen, you got to say yes to this. I'm just saying. He's like, we're doing a show. It's going to be dangerous. It's going to be adventurous. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, well, well, I'm in. I said, but hold on. It's another competition show. So I said, like, I know how it went last time. Y'all already have, like, your shows ready to go. So, like, is it true that anybody could just win? And he's like, yeah, anybody can, but we kind of have it kind of set up for you know white boy to win and i'm like what mm. i'm like bro i'm not doing that shit like i'm not going on and lose like i'm gonna do the best i can like i'm competitive if i know he's like just come on there like we you're the you're like you're one of the world's favorites um your fan favorite like just come on and i'm like man so i did i'm like fine I'm why like, white boy you know um because they were gonna do another a spinoff show from that and they needed like a um they call it like a, a seated show. So like we have this Got show it. and then, you know, people get their spinoff shows. And so once he won, well then it'd be like in the life of, you know, white boy, he just won this money, blah, blah, blah. blah. And they were going to go back to Miami and do this whole other show. So, you know, I like this one because it was mixing women and men mm-hmm. at the same time. So I loved the concept. Plus it was dangerous. It's like, okay, let me just, oops, but mom, I just cussed. Y'all have to bleep that. No, I said, fine. forget about it. Well, let's just, um, <laughs> I'll do it. It'll be fun. So, you know, I got there and made some of the best connections friends wise that I have ever made in my entire life, which is great. And, you know, Ahmad was one of them, um, rest in peace. And he's had a good time, but anyway, um, it was just ironic because in the very first episode, you have to do a challenge for team captains Mm -hmm. and me and white boy were the captains. And from the start, we, we created an alliance. It was me. I was a secret one and it was white boy, real and chance. And it was just us four. So I was working on the other side. Right. So, um, you know, we wanted to be on each other's teams, but we ended up on opposites. So I was gold and he was green. And it was like that through the entire time, but we kept saving each other through like convincing people to save each other through the vault. I think the concept of the show is just the best that I've ever been on. It just was so Mm -hmm. dang on awesome because you had to, you really had to create and compete. I guess your path through it and compete at a level to win these challenges yeah it dictated everything right um so i loved it then we got down to it everybody's gone and boom me and white boy are against each other so i'm like holy crap and i remember us in that room in watuco mexico and we were sitting on the bed and i just was asking i'm like that's crazy i'm like white boy like think about everybody and how they left and when they left you know because it was so crazy and being Mm -hmm. in there behind the scenes was just even more crazy so we talked about it for a second and then I'm like, you know, good luck. And then that was it. And then we were up against each other and I'm like in my mind the entire time, mind you, I know that they want him, they, they got him winning. Right. But in my mind, I'm like, well, how are they going to do this? Like at what point does he get the lead or does he like, is it going to be a moment that I'm like, Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we get dropped off at the city. Like it was like a town square type of deal. Right. There's like four or five legs to the race. So the first one was we had to collect a hundred pesos to get a taxi, to get to the second leg of the race, which was running through the woods. Then rolling these big old coins, as you remember, down mm-hmm. these dune sands and over, and then in a boat 
jump out of the boat, swim through the ocean, and then race up the stairs to the mansion, which, oh my God, it was like a thousand steps, okay? And then run around and then, you know, put the contestants in order from which they, More you know, the left the show. Yeah. So we get dropped off. Here we go collecting 100 pesos. Nobody's taking my money. And these were production people that they set in the square. Ah. And I'm like, I said, fucking A, like, this is it. This is how he gets the lead. And so I was devastated. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. So he had a three, like a three minute and 28 second lead. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I get it now. I ended up taking my belly button ring out, selling like jewelry off my body, like just take it. And that's what I'm like. So I get the taxi. I'm in the taxi right now. I'm like, son of a gun. I'm like, uh, this is it. But I don't stop. I keep going. I mean, I'm like, I got to find him. I'm going to catch up, blah, 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 blah. And at least have it neck to neck. Right. So I'm fighting my, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going so fast. We get to the steps and for camera purposes and for like uh, production purposes, like we started off on the same one, um, same step, but he had, I think I made up time by like almost two minutes. Mm. So we hug each other one last time. So that means that he would start up the step and then there was a production guy down there. Like, you know, he's like a minute and something ahead of you. So, you know, you'll just wait a minute or so. I'm like, okay, fine. So we hugged white boys like, Nick, I'm going to take you shopping when you come to Miami, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, listen, I'm just happy one of us was getting it out of our, like, alliance, of our team. So he goes, boom. Old boy's down there. He's on his clock. He's like, okay, 30 seconds, 10 seconds, 30 seconds. Okay, go hoops. So I run as fast as I can up the steps, and I'm just thinking it's over. I'm thinking Craig is there, like, ready to stand my card void or my check void. And that's when the team was like, you got a whole nother thing. You got to go put these in order from how they got, you know, eliminated. And I'm like, oh shit. So boom, I run and then I just put them together and then boom, he stamps white boys check void. And I'm like, get <laughs> that's why wow. at the end of that, I was so, so I cried. I'm like, you gotta be shit. Yeah. So Chris and all of the game. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy. So he was like, oh my gosh, everything you do, you just win. This is crazy. You mm. messed our show up, but we love you. This is great. And we were laughing about it though, you know, that's behind the scenes. So yeah, that's how that happened. Favorite show ever. So, and you actually walked away with the $250,000. 258 wow. real thousand dollars. Yeah. So is that paycheck, I imagine way bigger than your flavor of love paycheck. Yeah, you don't even want to know we didn't get paid from Flavor of Love, okay? They got us. They got over on us. Now, where I made my millions uh, afterwards, because when the world loves you, you're getting books for appearances, you're getting, mm-hmm. you know, however, whatever. You you make your money, to, like, just going on the road and seeing and saying hi to everybody. You know, deals come through, whatever. So, yeah. And that's how I learned in the business, too. Like, you know what I mean? The contract is everything. You got to make sure you got people to support you on it and have your best interests. So, so why, a lot. why didn't you want to do a, a dating show? Um, I think the way that I seen it play out right then and there, and I just like the whole concept of it, like, and I just was very young minded as far as like, and I knew I didn't have control in that beginning. So like, I didn't want to go into something that I felt like I wouldn't have control over, have some say so or creative input. Mm-hmm. Then they already had what they wanted. And so I, I wasn't about to just be a puppet, if that made sense. And then like, if it is for love, I mean, I felt like for me, like that's a little bit serious. I'm not going to commit right. to something if I don't feel like, and in the sense of flavor of love, it was like, I didn't, I, we were, that was a show and it worked, you know, we didn't know what we were doing. And then we thought it was a real person. We didn't know what the heck was happening. And that happened. So it was just like, I think I went into the mindset of, well, what if it's like a joke again? Or what if it's like, and so I just didn't want to do it. I'd rather do it for real, for real. If I ever did a love show, you know what I mean? Absolutely. 
Would you, yeah. since we're in like this reboot era where they're bringing back so many of the shows I that know. were popular back in the day, would you come back and I do know. either a dating show or an I Love Money? Um, I don't know that I would compete again, like in a challenge show, but like, cause now it's like about seasons. Like I want, I want something that goes on and on and on. I mean, mm-hmm. I would definitely do like, I would do my own love show probably now just because I am in such a stronger dominant position mm-hmm. and so I would have all the say so I totally would um but yeah I mean I know like they brought Jersey Shore and all this I'm telling you it's just a matter of time before they get us together again I know <laughs> it'd be crazy VH1, it's gonna happen VH1 needs to get back to like those OG shows that kind of like set the We're reality TV you. game um but yeah is there any hope for us to see you back on on TV on a reality show like with any potential yeah. deals at the moment yeah, I had about three of them. So oh. we'll see. like I said, yeah, like I said, there it's not over. I think once you, wherever you start from, I think it kind of just follows you forever and ever. And you'll always have the opportunity. So uh, yeah, um, we're in talks with three different ones right now. So we'll see what happens. Sweet. Any old cast members that you still keep in contact with? Uh, yeah, White Boy and I are still very close. Really? Um, yeah, Rodeo. Um, oh, remember her from I Love yeah. Money? Yep, from I Love Money. Megan and I were close, and then um, that whole little thing happened with you know her show. They had another season, but right. some crazy stuff went on. And then um, who else am I? That's about it. So they talked to on a regular basis. New York kind of opened up when she was on the show about the whole Megan wants a millionaire. Um, you know, cr- not criticism, but you know the the travesty that un folded after they had taped the first mm-hmm. season of her show. How did that affect all the other shows for you? Like, were you, were there, was there anything in development? Because she told us that I Love New York 3 was in development and they had to pull all of those shows as a result of, of yeah. what transpired. Um, no, it didn't affect me. Um, I just hated that the, the production company, which, you know, who started us all, and I think that they were the best together, it yeah. ruined their entire, entire company. And so I think that's what happened. Whatever they had their hands in just kind of you know, became, it just, it just ruined everything because yeah, yeah, they weren't doing background checks properly or however, you know, whatever the investigation entailed. And so like that was just it, it just completely demised their, their company. And so then they split up and Mm. now each of them kind of started their own and they're still successful just singularly, singularly now, individually, yeah. Yeah. In different ways. And so Mm -hmm. how did that affect your relationship with Megan? Um, well, she kind of went away a little bit. She was devastated by it. You know yeah. what I mean? She just was like, Nikki, she was like, I literally picked this freaking guy. You know what I mean? Like, I I actually really like, she's like, all I could think about is if I went back. I mean, we had a conversation. She just was breaking down. I'm like, oh that's crazy to think that. You know what I mean? And she just was so distraught. And then we call White Boy in three-way, and then we all just were on the phone. Like, you know, like, everything happens for a reason. You're safe now. Like, yeah. and that completely, like, I haven't seen her since and really talked to her. I'm very close with Frenchie, too. I don't remember from Rock of Oh, yeah. Frenchie's still Frenchie. around. She's been That's on like Botch. Love yeah. her to death. That's awesome. Yeah. Frenchie and I are very closer than probably all all the other ones. So, yeah. That's awesome. I, you guys need to do something. You need to do like a, a Facebook, Instagram live or just some live event. Like tickets would be off. Yeah. Tickets would be selling out with that. I know. Maybe I need to just try to get everybody together and we just go and take over a place. Everybody comes. It's a good idea. That would be fun. I would, yeah. That yeah. would be. That it would, would be, be awesome. dope, right? Yes. So huh, what other projects? Idea. So now that you're behind the scenes and you're doing more production, um, how is your perspective different when it comes to, to pop culture and reality TV? Um, 
seeing it from both I feel ends. Like that. Yeah, seen it from both ends. I feel like um, you got to in and out, and also just with the connections that I have in the business of kind of knowing what's in, what's going to shift because nothing lasts forever. And so there's going to be a whole new wave of things. And I think we are going to go old school before we go, let's try something else now, right? I mean, and you have your networks that are going to be more heartfelt and things like that. And I think I'm kind of um, go to like the, you know, like I would love to do something for Discovery or the Travel Channel or things like yeah. that because I just feel like that's more everyday people. You're touching to everyday situations that are more real you know so um i would love to produce for something like that but like i said i don't think i'm done just touching all the pop culture stuff i'm pretty sure something's getting ready to happen i'll let you know what it does <laughs> awesome <laughs> and so in in the meantime we can catch you in atlantic city fighting or boxing out yeah. Farrah abraham november 10th tickets yeah. are on sale right now anything else you want to plug or where can we go and, and keep up with you on social media nicole yeah, all my platforms are easy. Um, since there's like a million of them, it's just you can find me on Instagram at the Real Hoops with a Z, and uh, you know keep up to date on there. So I love it. I love when it. people keep it simple and they have all of the the <laughs> handles that are yeah, the, same the same versus you know having it different and having a an underscore yeah, it's here. Too hard. It's, it's way too hard. I know. Yeah. I like to keep it simple. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. I You're wish I was going to be in Atlantic City. You know what? I might I might just hop on a plane and fly out there and catch a front row seat. <laughs> well, let me know. <laughs> yeah. Let me know so I can take care of you. If not, <laughs> it will be on TV. So I'll be posting how, you, how everybody can watch it soon. Awesome. I love it. Everybody needs to go follow at The Real Hoops with a Z at the end <laughs> and get your tickets. She's going to be taking Farrah Abraham <laughs> down. I'm not a psychic, but I think I'm calling this one. <laughs> Farrah Abraham, get ready. Hoops is coming for you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all have a good day. You too. Thanks. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Oh, I loved chatting with Nicole, a.k.a. Hoops. Definitely brought me back to my good old VH1 days. Again, don't forget to follow her at The Real Hoops and get your tickets. Atlantic City, November 10th. Showboat Hotel. Fair Abraham, you're going down. You guys can follow me at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms. I go to JustPlainZach.com to keep up with me there. Get ready. Hashtag adulting is coming back, you guys. It is going to come back this fall. Be ready for it. Go follow the adulting podcast on Instagram and, and get ready. Nikki and I have been putting together a pretty dope season. Um, speaking of, I actually have to go tape some hashtag adulting right now. But in between then, don't forget to subscribe and listen to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter every Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places. Be sure to download it, subscribe, leave us a good review on iTunes. Um, and, and in the meantime, I'm going to go stay busy. Okay, bye. Bye.